This is CyberSound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity. Welcome to CyberSound. Uh, today we have joining us Michael Grandy, the CEO of Vancourt, uh, and Brian Doyle, the co-founder of VCIO Toolbox and Cybrands. Thanks for having me on. Um, so I, if we could, I'd love to start a little bit with, with your background, maybe background prior to, you know, your work in the VCIO toolbox. Sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, I won't go into the big, big scheme of things, yeah, but you know, to be like five years we'll, old, we'll right? just go into, uh, you know, I've been around, uh, probably a little bit over 25 years now in the IT services arena, you know, started with the traditional system integrator, kind of moved into a situation where, uh, the dot com boom came in and we went from eight employees to 52 employees back down to eight. And how I became <laughs> yeah. an entrepreneur was the accidental entrepreneur <laughs> where uh, I was told there was no paycheck on Friday. I don't know who your customers are. So if you want to take them, go for it. Wow. And that's how we launched our our, um, our old company, Proactive Technologies. So now to fast forward a bit, you know, that was really just an, a traditional MSP, although it started as a, a professional services org. We were early into the MSP world in 2002, providing managed services. We then acquired some, or were acquired in part of a partnership, actually more of a merger, where we acquired regional data centers. And that is where cybersecurity or security as a whole really entered my life yeah, so uh, much, much more fast and rapidly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I left there, started, worked as a hired gun, starting up a couple other data centers with another organization. And then in my time of non-compete, it was just a question of what should we do next? And I know that'll be something we'll chat about, so I'll hold that. For sure. <laughs> uh, so co-founder of you know, two software products, uh, why don't you spend a second on, on kind of what those are? And, and frankly, I'm really interested in what, you know, what the need you saw yeah. that led you to want to fulfill them. Yeah, so they're, they're very related, right? So um, you know, we've got two products, one that's really geared to the IT service provider set and answers some of the requirements that they have in terms of multi-tenancy and being able to support a, a wide a group of customers. And then we have our GRC product. The GRC product's entitled Cybrans, and that's really geared for the commercial marketplace. But we utilize that platform as part of the overall VCIO toolbox platform, which is the name that we use for the, uh, the platform that goes out to the service providers. And you know, if you really think about it, obviously it's looking at security and compliance, but it's also working to build a common communication language to talk to your customers. So in the world of service providers, you know, they love talking in bits and bytes, right? You know, it's all about th those kind of things. But the business people sitting across from the table aren't really in tune with that. So, you know, the need to get specifically to what you're asking for, Jason, was we saw that customers didn't understand why the roadmap was before them. They felt they were buying on, buying on blind faith, and it right. was a struggle. Right. Same thing for internal uh, companies or internal IT departments as well. We're putting together these budgets, but now we got to build a business case to take to committee. Do we actually have a justifiable reason? So everything kind of hinges off this concept of a strategic plan in our, our uh, platforms. That serves really as the North Star to guide both uh, IT service groups and uh, internal IT departments. And did you have any key lessons from all those years running an MSP and, and being involved in larger corporations as well from an IT yeah, perspective I mean, that really paid off? You know, it really did work out because I did have a little foray into large corporate world. And that really gave me a sense of how real senior leaders 
wanted to be communicated to and how short they wanted the message to be. We used to joke about the one pagers that were in six point types. You get <laughs> right. Everything you could in one spot. And, you know, between that and what I really saw with the, the end user community, and this is a struggle that service providers have where, you know, they're not viewed as anything more than a commodity partner sometimes these days. And you got to uplevel that perception to being the guy that's going to step in and be the CIO. And we got to give them the tools so they can speak that business language. And that's, that's one of the things that drove us to build the initial product. We came to market first with VCIO Toolbox. But we soon learned, because we had customers coming and buying that product that were not service providers, that the same struggles can happen in small or more mid-sized organizations who are struggling with how to get that security and compliance story back to their ownership and really be able to convey a message that makes them take action. And with regard to risk management and sort of the growth that uh, many companies and commercial entities or even nonprofit entities are looking for, more controls, understanding more compliance issues. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously what's driving a lot of the compliance story, you know, outside of the regulated entities is the need for cyber liability insurance. And we're certainly seeing that's becoming a, an interesting proposition in the market today. It's getting increasingly di more difficult to get, get, it's getting more costly and claims are starting to be rejected. Right. Even right. to the point where now there are cases of fraud out in the marketplace where claims were paid, then it was determined that the, the original application was false, and now the DOJ is getting involved. And those are some scary things all around, right? Yeah. So we're seeing small, small to mid-sized businesses really looking and saying, hey, we're not regulatory bound, but are there frameworks? Are there risk management procedures we can bring in just to make sure that we're protecting our most valuable asset, our business? Right. Can you operate more maturely, ultimately? Absolutely. So- you know, both your products are geared toward, I say, specific strategies. Your VCIO toolbox, which is more for your traditional IT strategy, the CIO. Cybranch is really more of a, of a risk management uh, sort of standard and regulatory compliance tool for CISOs. Uh, did you develop them you know, that, that uniquely? Uh, what was your original thought going into that? So our original vision was um, started in the service provider space totally. So we came to market with what was really a need there called quarterly business review, which is exactly what you're saying, Jason. Speaking to being the CIO, bringing it to the CEO, a plan that, of action you can take. We saw very quickly, though, that they really needed more advisory, and that's kind of where we stretched into the GRC space. And once we got into the GRC space, combined with the experiences I had in the data center preparing for those GRC audits, we saw that there had to be an easy way for people to collaborate, collect data, present that data beyond the spreadsheet, even be able to engage auditors into the process, but more importantly, be able to tie it back to business objectives, kind of the thing missing from a lot of GRCs, where you're able to show and quantify, hey, when we go deliver this project, this many controls are going to be solved, and this is the business need that's going to be satisfied in the process. So, you know, our USP, the unique selling proposition, is really trying to empower executives who are trying to communicate with their corporate teams the tools to have the compliance conversation, but at the same time, giving a common set of tools that most CISOs are comfortable with and understand. So I think it, it's really powerful, though, that you're in a space where you're trying to enable the CIO or the CISO to describe themselves as a business enabler instead of a cost center, because that's really traditionally been a challenge, right? Getting, bu getting budgets justified, demonstrating that you, know, you bring value to the business and that you're simply not you know, spending money or costing money for something that uh, in a lot of times people just don't understand what the outcome is. Yeah, and I know you've talked about this in the past, Jason. The CISO is still having a tough time getting a, a seat at the real C-level sure. table, right? Yeah, for and, sure. uh, 
you know, more and more that's starting to shift a little bit more. And we're trying to help empower that conversation for them by giving them just a very simple methodology to put it out there. And, you know, I've kind of spoken to that methodology a couple of times. It's, you know, not huge rocket science. It's really working with your key stakeholders and end user business owners and saying, what are you trying to accomplish? What are the key objectives you're going after and obstacles in the way of your business? And where do we feel the security gaps are? And then, you know, undertaking your risk assessment and compliance assessment to then see how can we satisfy those gaps and where can we show projects do tie back to business needs? So they kind of have a two-pronged effect, right? And how do you prioritize? And can right. you use Absolutely. that to justify, you know, the order of events and demonstrate improvement over time, which is such a key thing in our yeah. industry? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that improvement over time is the most critical part of it. Okay. I was going to, you touched on a few things. Do you have any sort of top top number of points that you think CIOs need to be focusing on well, these well, days? Well, you know, CIOs are have to be focusing on the legitimacy of their applications when they're going for cyber liability sure. insurance. You know, this is becoming, you know, one of those problems. You know, you think back to when Sarbanes-Oxley came to be in GLBA, right? right. It was kind of the financial underwriting. Now we're kind of looking at the same kind of thing <laughs> happening here at the uh, at the security the, level. The verification so, and uh, efficacy of the information Yeah, being you know, provided. I mean, everybody wants the lowest, you know, lowest premium possible and certainly needs the insurance, but you've got to be cautious of how far are you stretching that truth because it, it could come back and bite you yeah. someday. So that's one thing. You know, obviously other things that CISOs or our CIOs are running into is the talent gap. Yeah. There's really such a shortage of true, you know, senior level cybersecurity professionals in the marketplace today. It is tough to find those people. And I would conversely say, and you know, this is anti-service provider in some respects, but know your service provider's credentials and capabilities right. too. We take for granted as businesses that use managed service providers that they're doing everything for us. Right, right. <clears throat> and oftentimes they don't have the skill sets in place, although I will say the ecosystem's gotten much better of services that can support those upstart you know, vendors and make sure they've got the right talent at their disposal. You know, somewhat tangential here, but do you see a day where there's some sort of, um, maybe not regulatory control, but some sort of licensing uh, from a MSP or service provider well, perspective? I, I joke around about that all the time, Mike. God, the lady that cuts my hair needs a license. Yeah. But all I need to be an MSP is 150 bucks and go down to the state of Connecticut, yeah, right? right? But, you know, the reality is there is, and there is a, a group, and I'm going to screw up these initials for the service provider community, especially NTISP, which is a, a group now that's really trying to push and lobby for legislation to make it a little bit more difficult for new entrants to come in to validate that the end user concerns are going to be there. And I think you're seeing since some of the breaches have happened at service provider levels and at software levels, you're starting to see that insurance companies are writing into their plans. You can't use XYZ platform right. Right. now too. Yeah. So there's a lot of changes that are going to change the complexity of doing business. And, you know, again, go back to the CIO, make sure all your products aren't on that list, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we've been lucky to work with you for a while, right? So we use VCIO Toolbox to manage you know, a lot of our sort of more traditional MSP clients. We've certainly moved into the cyber end space for the GRC purposes. It's been a really valuable tool for us. You I think guys it's given... were my guinea pig when we first started. <laughs> so <laughs> to be <laughs> fair, this is a trade-off. Yeah, there. and, and, and <laughs> it's been great to help you identify areas of opportunity even over the last you know, couple of years. So one of the one of the things that I've been gratified to see is just your growth uh, 
I know you're having some success now outside of this, even with with some other relationships. I'm curious if you want to talk to those. Yeah, we're, we're, we're having a lot of fun these days. You know, it, it's great when you get past that initial startup phase and you get into that acceleration yeah, phase. People you, know who you are a little bit. You have a little bit more to go do some things with. And we have a lot of fun things that have really helped us come to market. You know, we have a podcast that you've been nice enough to be a guest yeah. on yeah. with me. We haven't had you yet, Mike. I think I've been on scheduled at some point, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, so... Our podcast has been a big part of our kind of outreach component, and we're very big on thought leadership, right? I don't care if, you know, hopefully you find your way to my product, but really as a community of IT professionals, we all need to do better. And we need to be out there sharing the little sliver that we know. And that's the other part. Make sure you stay in your lane if you're going to go try to do this. Absolutely. The second thing that we've been into is obviously trying to build our company. So we were fortunate enough this year to be uh, brought into the ConnectWise Pitch It Accelerator program for 2023. And, and that's a great program where they brought 27 different emerging IT vendors in to really help educate them on different facets of the business that they might not have expertise in. So we had 16 different speakers that ranged on topics from how to get your PL correctly to how to get your self-visibility on social yeah. media. Okay. All kinds of different topics that, you know, small upstart emerging vendors are struggling with and, uh, you know, helped pass some education. And uh, we were fortunate enough, there was a pitch competition where we had to give a five-minute pitch. And if you say, well, five minute and one second, <laughs> nope. You were ushered off, boom, the, the uh, hook came the hook in came. for and, you. And you're not a talker at all, so I'm sure it was really easy for you to get that <laughs> oh in Oh, my there. God. That, that was my biggest fear. You know, how do I stay in five minutes, right? You know. So uh, the, the good news there was we uh, – well, the news that's coming out as we record this today is we were uh, brought into the finalist. Uh, so three finalists will be presenting out in ConnectWise is IT Nation event in uh, November. It's a collection of 4,000 service providers that are going to be there. So, you know, from a branding perspective, oh, yeah, so good visibility. it's going to yeah. introduce us to a lot of new sure. people that don't know us yet. But, you know, really what we love in this journey has been listening to folks like you, Jason, and our customers who are educated in certain areas there. And the part we love about being a smaller company is we can be more nimble to adapt, right? So if you show us something that you know, we can improve upon, we're able to listen to that and we're able to make those adjustments. And that's kind of a core tenant in our mission that we hope never to lose. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can say, you know, I work closely with Ken as well. And, you know, every time I want to discuss something, he's, he, he's more than eager to listen, right? Whether it fits directly into development cycle is a different story, but uh, always, always open and always recognizing that there's opportunities to improve the product. Yeah. And we'll have to give him the full credit there. That's our CTO, Ken Fernley. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> yeah, go. That's helpful. Without him, uh, there'd be a far different product. Yeah. <laughs> No. I'm all set. Yeah. So I think, Brian, I appreciate you joining today. I appreciate you, Watson, to set all this up and get everything yeah. No, this is great. You're giving us more ideas. You know, we we look like uh, semi-pros. It's all, I mean, it's all about the sharing, right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we make the room look bigger than it is, I think, is the goal. Uh, yeah, th thanks for joining. Thanks for sharing a little bit about your background. Uh, I think VCIO Toolbox and Cybermans. And, and frankly, I think the, you know, the value that they bring to you know, two groups of people, the CIOs and the CISOs, that frankly have a really difficult time getting their message out and understood. Uh, I think they're really valuable. They've been valuable for us as a company. And I think they're valuable for the sort of the direct sales that you're looking at. appreciate that. You know, we, uh, we try yeah. to, to meet the need, right? And it's Absolutely. great to hear that, um, you know, we're helping make that impact and hopefully help those, you know, customers we work with better secure themselves and for the service providers grow. And, and good luck at IT Nation. Thank you very yeah. much. And if, you know, of course, if anybody has any interest in looking at VCIO Toolbox more closely or Cybranch, you can reach out to, to me directly, to Brian. The information will be in the podcast. And uh, you know, we, can help, we can help link everybody together. Brian, thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thanks. it.
We'd love to hear your feedback. Feel free to get in touch at Vancord on LinkedIn. And remember, stay vigilant, stay resilient. This has been CyberSound.